Hello, friends. Julie here. It is Monday, October 14th, and you are listening to a brand new episode of the Angels and Awakening podcast. Today, I am sharing a phone call that I had uh, recording for another podcast. My friend Sherita just put out a new podcast called Say What She She. It is so fun. So in this episode, she is asking me questions. Some you might have heard before, but some are definitely new. Also, as you get towards the end of the podcast, I'd say middle end, we are doing a reading for Sharita on the podcast. It's not something that I was planning on, but Spirit had so many messages that I just couldn't help it. Uh, Everything started to come through. And you'll notice that um, we try and she's keeping trying to wrap it up and spirit's not done. Like they keep coming through with more and more and more messages for her. So it was a really fun reading. I hope you all enjoy it. Before we get to that, I just want to let you know that we are beta testing the Connect With Your Angels e-course next month. Now this is completely different from the Angel School. In the Angel School, you are getting certified to become an Angel Reiki Master Teacher, where you know how to bring through Reiki energy to help heal your clients and also how to channel angel messages for your clients' healing. That is completely different from angel communication. Now, you know your angels are always surrounding you, always loving you, guiding you, protecting you. You have a guardian angel who's with you your entire life, and you have other angels that come in for a reason or a season. Do you know their names? Do you spend time with them? Do you connect with them? Do you know how to hear them and the signs that they share with you to guide you on your path? This is the type of knowledge that we're going to dive deeper into so that you know who your angels are and how to communicate with them. This e-course, this new angel communication e-course, we're going to beta test it for three weeks from November 4th till November 25th. Included in this, you'll get access to a secret Facebook group exclusively for course members. On that Facebook group, you will get daily short video lessons and easy to practice tools to help you connect with your angels. Those videos will go up daily Monday through Friday throughout the course. There will also be two live interactive question and answer webinars with me where you can ask questions, share where you are stuck, and I will answer as many questions as I can. Also through this course, we're giving away one recorded guided angel healing for you to use at any time and one recorded guided angel meditation for you to keep and to help you connect more with your angels. We had so many people reach out and ask us about taking the e-course last week that we decided to put it up just on the shop page of my website. So if you go to my website, jancis.com backslash shop, S-H-O-P, you're going to see e-course connecting with your angels beta test. That is what you want to sign up for to register for this course. If you're having any trouble and need our help, definitely reach out via email and we can help you with that. 
Again, this is definitely different from the angel school, which we have so much positive response to that people have actually asked me to start another date, and we did that. So if you weren't able to make the angel school in November to become an angel Reiki master teacher, you can join us in January, January 11th and January 12th, 2020 at the Hilton Doubletree, Lyle, Illinois. That is where we are going to be teaching you how to become a Reiki master, how to bring through those angel messages, but more than anything, how to bring through your own unique spiritual gift that you can use to help so many people here on earth to help them heal. I've also got a big fan base in Australia and New Zealand. Thank you to all of you who listen internationally around the world. Someone on my team yesterday told me that we are in over 60 countries. Do you believe that? That the podcast has been listened to in over 60 countries. That's just mind-blowing. For so many people who are living around the world, I have had a lot of people reach out and ask me if I can do an online version of the Angel Reiki Teacher Certification. And the answer to that is yes, we can definitely learn online. I actually work with a lot of people in the U.S. that way as well. So if you want to do the online version, just get a hold of me and we will get you all registered for that. That will be three weeks in January, that online version. It's funny, some people have actually been saying, if we get enough people together, will you come to us in a different part of the United States or in a different country? And the answer to that is yes, I definitely can. If you have 10 people or more who want to learn to become an angel Reiki master teacher, you can email me and I will get you all of the details. We'll connect on that. Okay, friends, here is the episode that I recorded with Sharita for her new podcast, Say What, Shishi? Oh, hey, friends. I am here this week with a new friend of mine, and she will soon be your friend as well. Her name is Julie. Hi, Julie. Hi there. How are you? I am good. Thanks so much for joining us this week. Oh, thank you for having me. You betcha. So tell us a little bit about you. I gave all of my friends last week kind of a synopsis of what you do, but I'm sure that you can explain it way better than me. Tell me what your gift is. What is it that you do? Yeah, you know what? I had a hard time with this myself because I grew up Catholic, and the first profession that I can remember wanting to have was a nun. Um, so coming into this gift and accepting this gift was really, really hard for me. But um, once I did, I, I knew it was my calling, and I'm so glad that I took that leap of faith to start doing this work. Um, I hear from the other side. I hear angels, guides, and loved ones on the other side. And I bring through those messages for my clients every day. Wow. So tell me how... How did you start to receive this gift, or when did you get your calling? What was that like? So my dad was on his third wife when he passed away, and I am from his first marriage. And what happened was he passed away, and she did not call to let us know. Talk about some salacious 
you know, gossip, right? Um, right. She was actually preparing things so that she would take everything. And it wasn't about the money for us kids. We just wanted to be able to have the letters that were left in us, uh, in the will to us, which we never received. So she she didn't call to tell anybody. And for an entire month, every time I'm brushing my daughter's hair, I keep having this thought. And it's really one of those gut thoughts. I've learned how to tell the difference between what is the egoic mind, the voice within all of us that chatters away all day long, and what mm-hmm. is the intuition. So wow. this was the intuition coming through. It sounded like my own voice. But it kept repeating the statement, she needs a hairbrush like I used. She needs a hairbrush like I used. And when I was brushing my daughter's hair, this kept repeating over and over. And I thought, that's not me. I am absolutely going insane. I am hearing voices. I can't tell my husband about this. I can't tell my mom about this. You're going to lock me up, right? So I didn't tell anybody, and I was at work a month later. I didn't have any reason to leave my career. I had worked my way up to the salary I wanted to be at. I had the title I wanted to be at. I had a team underneath me, and I was on my way to a very, very successful business career. But I was at work when I found out, and I turned and I talked told my colleague it pretty much just fell out of my mouth my dad's been talking to me so uh so she said you have to figure this out you have to figure out how you're hearing from him and I ended up learning Reiki energy healing Shios energy healing and when you go through an energy healing program what happens is you get attunements attunements break down the barrier between you and the other side so that your spiritual gifts can start to come in more heavily and more pronounced. And when that happened, when I would go to do Reiki on someone, right away their spirit team was there. And I say your spirit team, but it's really your angels, your guides, and your loved ones. And we have this team of so many beings on the other side. Each one of us do. Everybody has a spirit team. And they are there to help guide us, love us, direct us, protect us. And they come through with messages for people who are laying on the table wanting to receive, like, a silent Reiki treatment. And I was like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I got a message for you. (laughs) So what was absolutely fascinating is that it pretty much doesn't stop. Like an hour is a good amount of time. That's the typical amount of time for my sessions. And when I go through, I mean, they're just nonstop. Spirit comes in with one thing after another. And I've learned, yeah, it's absolutely, like even I say it's crazy, right? Like I Mm -hmm. would never, if you would have told me 10 years ago that this is what I was would be doing, like I would have yes. sworn at you and told you to shut up, you know, like, sure. <laughs> like you're off your rocker, right? Yes. Um, I don't know. I don't swear on my podcast. I swear in real life all the time. I don't know if you swear on yours. <laughs> yes, I do. Oh, okay. I told you you're fucking crazy, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> But it's just so wild. So what I've learned is that working with people, when spirit comes through, 
a lot of times what happens is they'll give you one piece of information. And Mm -hmm. unless you say what that is, they won't bring the next thing. It's how they work. Mm -hmm. So you have to talk about what they're showing you in order to get to the next piece of information, in order to get to the next piece of information. And so that's how my sessions go. Um, I incorporate both the Reiki energy healing and as you're getting that energy healing treatment, because my other gift is feeling energy. I mean, you can get into each one of the chakras and mm-hmm. they feel like night and day. They're all completely mm-hmm. different. They're portals to different information. And when you get into that different information, there's a different angel pretty much associated with each of the chakras. So you get in there and there's different information. Mm-hmm. You're clearing the energy as you bring through the messages so that your body feels lighter, your heart feels lighter, your mind feels lighter, and you've really got a lot of peace when you walk away from the session. So tell me, can you tune that out or turn it off? Like, Is this happening to you often if you go to the grocery store or if you're trying to have a nice, peaceful, relaxing day on your own? Do, do yeah. the angels just come through no matter what? You know what I say, and I've always prayed this since I was a little girl, that I just want to be a tool that God can work through to help other people here. And oh, I love um, that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I grew up in a very, very religious family mm-hmm. where you don't touch any of this stuff. So, sure. you know, I didn't really tell people at first and also I put it away for six months when I was first learning because I thought if this isn't of God if this isn't Mm -hmm. of Jesus I don't want it you know like take it away and as I was praying those six months I kept hearing this is how I need to work through you so Mm -hmm. I've I've asked God I co-create with God I I really don't like the word manifesting I like the word Mm -hmm. co-creation I co-create um my life now with God, and I just say, when I'm out in public, when I'm working with different people, if there's a message that needs to come through, I am absolutely channel, but sometimes my daughter needs me, sometimes my husband needs me to just be present and to just be there for them, and Mm -hmm. you know better than I do who needs what at what Mm -hmm. time, so work it that way, and they really do. So I'll be out. I'm all over. You know, actually, I was just at TJ Maxx today, and I went up to the woman who was, like, giving out the numbers. And I go, do you remember me? And she goes, of course I do. And she gave me a big hug. Because about a year ago, I was in there, and she was carrying, she was helping me. I was so ridiculous. I had brought back, like, 30 items, right? And she's like, let me help you with that. So, so we're on our way back to one of the fitting rooms to hang up all these clothes. And, and her parents kept saying that they were there, that they had messages for her. And so I was like, um, you know, I'm so sorry. You know, this is what I do. And I don't know if you're open to this, but your mom and your dad are here. They're on the other side, correct? And she just started bawling. And um, she said, she said, you have no idea how much this means to me. And what I do is when people have this out in public, a lot of times it does come through for people who are working. And I don't want 
them to get upset right then and there. So I carry 25 minute gift cards in my pocket and I'll just give them out because I, I don't want people to think like it's a scam, you know, like I'm just trying to get them. You know, it's really a gift and I want them to be able to have their messages. So I just bring those gift cards to say, you know, whenever you're ready for this, you just come for a free session. Do you tell them that you have a message for them at that that point or that there's someone trying to come through? Yeah. Yeah, I tell them yeah. that there's somebody trying to come through. It pro- it happens. It happens a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and do you do stuff just like over the phone or is it always in person they need to come and see you? Oh, no. Actually, most of my work is with clients around the world um, <gasps> no over way. the phone. Skype. Mm-hmm. No, I... Um, the podcast that I run is in over like 45 or 47 countries. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's so fun. And um, I offer an angel school where I teach people how to do this for themselves. I combine a Reiki certification so that when they leave, they are mm-hmm. Reiki master teachers. And they also know how to bring through messages from the other side um, themselves. And wow. I have people who are flying in from around the world for that as well. Julie, you are just doing great work out here. That was actually one of my questions was, can does everybody have some sort of gift like you and they just need to, you know, find it or figure out how to use it or is it a specific type of person or a specific being that has this gift so it can basically be anyone yeah so everybody has this gift and I'll tell you why what I didn't realize before my spiritual awakening before my dad came through I just Mm -hmm. went around my life thinking that I think right I think that's the way that most of us understand it to be But really, when you come to grasp with a spiritual awakening, what happens is you understand that we really have two ways of thinking, two forms of thinking. There is the egoic mind, uh, which we touched on before. The energy of the egoic mind is all within the head. It is this voice. It's your internal dialogue, and it doesn't stop talking. It talks to you. Like all day long. And the other voice that we have, though, I mean, think about why do people say, listen to your heart, listen to your gut? It's because there is another thought system. And if you've ever looked at the company HeartMath, what HeartMath did was they went in and they did all of these scientific studies. One of them was they presented volunteers, just these people that they were using to see what conclusions they could come to. They put them in front of computer screens and they popped up different images. And some of the images were, you know, very emotional. Some of the images were negative. Some of the images were like positive, right? And the person, what they found, they were just shocked. And this was like the start of heart math, I believe, was that the mm-hmm. heart knew before the mind what wow. the image was going to be. So before the image even popped up on the screen, mm-hmm. they knew whether it was going to be a positive or a negative image. Wow. Now, yeah. 
That is your intuition. The energy of your intuition is in the heart. It is in the gut. It's all connected. The intuition, what spirit shows me, is your soul's voice, your soul's conscious thought system on the other side. We don't have the egoic mind on the other side. The egoic mind is just looking out for itself. We only have the intuition on the other side. And the intuition stems from love, joy, peace, bliss, ease, and grace. And so can everybody do this? Absolutely. Because everybody has that intuition. When people go through the school, I tell people, you know, I can't guarantee what your spiritual gift is. I can just guarantee that you have one and that going through this school is going to bring it out more. So, um wow. I haven't had a client yet who has left without being able to do Reiki, bring through that healing, and to bring through messages. Some people are able to bring it better through a little bit more than others. Some people are much more focused on the healing part, and they are very great healers. I've had some people come through who are more medical mediums. They get into Mm -hmm. the body, and they're like, what's going on right here? You know, and um, actually in the angel school that we just had in September, I have all these volunteers come in and this woman goes, you know what, what is right here in your back? You know, it was a weird spot right on the left or the right of her back. And she Mm -hmm. goes, I just fell this morning. I slipped and this is where I hit my back. So everybody can learn. We all have different gifts. Um, Some of my students can see color. I can't see color, but it's definitely a gift. You can learn how to read the auric field, the different Mm -hmm. colors that are surrounding the body and what those mean because they change as we're going through different things. Sure. Wow. That is is just amazing, Julie. That's super cool that you have that gift. And I love how you still bring God into it because that is something that worry people about you know, getting these type of readings or speaking to people with gifts like yours. But now I've just learned that everybody can have this gift. But it's very nice to kind of bring that together. Yeah. This summer, earlier this summer, I started working with Pat Longo. Pat Longo is the woman who taught Teresa Caputo, the Long Island medium, everything that she knows. And Because I had only gone through energy healing trainings, I wanted to really study with a professional medium to understand more in-depthly if I was getting everything right, you know, Mm -hmm. if there were any pieces that I was missing. And Mm -hmm. what I love so much about Pat is that she has been a resource not just for Teresa, but for Mm -hmm. so many people who have come into this gift who came from very religious backgrounds. And she says, keep God in it because God Mm -hmm. is the entire point of all of it. You know, um, it's not something that's scary. I'm not tapping into energies that are still here on earth, souls Mm -hmm. that don't want to go home to heaven. Mm -hmm. I only tap into God energy and I only allow beings that are connected to God to come through. Oh, I love it. You are just, you are a gift in every sense of the word. I know that you have blessed so many people with what you can do with them and the messages that they can receive. Oh, thank you. Yeah, of course. Are there any 
stories or any situations that you've had that you can tell us about, any really good readings or way that you touched somebody that maybe affected you more than others? There's so many, I don't know which one to tell. (laughs) I think the biggest ones are, um, you know, you're an empath, right? Have you ever heard that term? Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, you're a a serious empath. Um, Empaths can, you know, the best way that I've heard it described, empaths, is you know how people have that big door in the back where, like, the sliding door that opens to the backyard? Mhm. Mhm. And and the backyard and it's got the screen between like the glass door and the backyard. Yes. Well, if mm-hmm. you're an empath, it's like the door is wide open and only the screen is between you inside and the backyard, okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. Anything that's from the backyard, any rain, any wind, any of the elements come right through to you in the kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. But if you are not an empath, it's like that glass door is all the way closed and you're not going to feel the cold and you're not going to feel the snow or the rain yeah. or anything. You're not yeah. affected by what's happening outside because there's a complete barrier between you and the kitchen and the backyard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you're an empath, you feel 100% the emotions of whoever is around oh you. Goodness. And you know yes. Yeah. And you know, I didn't know why this happened, but Spirit said this is gonna come up later today and I'm like, what are you talking about? Um, I was driving in my car today, actually over to Jody's at the hospital. I wanted to bring her son something. I wanted to oh, bring her sweet. something. I grabbed a whole bunch of magazines and awesome. you know what I was do your listeners know who Jody is? Oh yeah, I talk about her all the okay. time. <laughs> Well, then they'll appreciate this. So I was in line at Target, you know, getting some magazines, and I'm like, ooh, mindfulness and how to release your anxiety. And then I look Mm -hmm. over, and Spirit's like, Jody does not want that. Jody wants (laughs) Cosmopolitan and people. (laughs) Definitely. Oh, I love it. (laughs) I love it. I know. So I was on my way over to the hospital to drop off, you know, some little care packages. And there's this car, like three, five cars in front. And it's like muffler is going where it's smoky and it just smells so bad. And this car is driving really fast. So it keeps getting farther and farther in front of me. But you can smell it just disgusting from so far away, right? And I Mm -hmm. thought, it's smoke that I can't even see. It's so far in front of me, but I can smell it. Why can we smell things like this that are so far in front? Spirit said, that's how things are impacting us all the time as empaths, and we have no idea. We're just not even realizing that our spidey sense is picking up on everything that's going on. So you asked me about what have been the most impactful sessions Mm -hmm. that I've had and there have been a couple of sessions where um, people have passed um, a significant other a child Mm -hmm. and the people that were left behind didn't want to be here they were Mm -hmm. done and um, this is going to make me cry Um, spirit coming through to them 
and saying, we know what you're thinking. We know what you're planning. And you cannot do that. You cannot leave this earth. This is where you're supposed to be. And so um, those have been, because when somebody passes on the other side that's so young or so close, it um, they do come through with emotion, you know, and yeah. you feel it. Yeah. You have to be able to feel it in order to bring it through. It's got to be a lot on your heart and so much responsibility. Like, I can cry just thinking about that. And, you know, I'm sure you're a lot like me. I cry on commercials. I cry on <laughs> movies. It doesn't matter. I just, I feel everything so hard. So I can oh, I can't yeah. imagine how that feels when you have to give those difficult messages. It's um, it's intense, but it's so powerful for the person yeah, who's on beautiful. the table. Yeah, definitely. Because there are people who have come back and said, "You've changed my life completely." And I always tell them, "I didn't do it. I was just the tool, you know that that spirit works through." But um, those are the stories that just mean the most to yeah. me. And I'm sure people have told you before, but you are that important person. And people do need to thank you for that because you you brought that message to them. And they probably yeah. wouldn't have gotten any other way. You are a walking blessing here on earth for people. I'm so glad I got to meet you and and talk with you. You're, you're doing beautiful things. And it's just, I, I have no other words. I think you're pretty great. Oh. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're I really appreciate so welcome. that. You yeah, they're so welcome. There's so many people. I really love doing what I do too because there's so many times where I hear about people who are scamming other people. Like mm-hmm. I live outside of Chicagoland and I've had people say, I went to this person downtown. They told me I have a blocked heart chakra and that for $5,000, they'll remove it, but they're going to give me a good deal of $2,000 to remove it. And I'm like, run, run the other way. Because that is not somebody, that's somebody who is not having like the best intentions, who is Mm -hmm. just a taker. And you really just want to go to somebody if you're going to go to anybody that only connects with God energy, that only brings through Mm -hmm. positive information. Because what I see, there are negative things that can come through, but we have free will and there's always free Mm -hmm. will to change it. If I tell Mm -hmm. somebody something negative Mm -hmm. in their auric field then, and they don't know how to shake it, and it's more likely that they are going to manifest whatever Mm -hmm. I told them, whether or Mm -hmm. not it was true. So Mm -hmm. I see that more as a curse. And there are so many people who come to me and said, this person said this, or this person said that, that this is going to happen to me. And I say, you got to look at this a different way. Because what spirit Mm -hmm. shows me is that all of us have free will here on earth. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. we have the re like the will to choose yes or to choose no. What happens is spirit will not tell people in my sessions, like don't come to me and say, should I marry this person? Spirit's not going to tell you that. Spirit's really Mm -hmm. not going to tell anybody that. Don't come to me and say, should I take this job or not? I can walk you through the energy of feeling your own energy to get to the mm-hmm. place where you see what you really want to do. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to make that decision for you because spirit is very firm and that they don't affect or make decisions because it 
it takes away our free will and they don't have the power to do that. So so that's my recommendation. If you go to see somebody, just make sure that they only connect with God energy and they only bring through positive things. Okay, yes, yeah. I will take note of that. I've got a lot of friends who, you know, they always wonder about seeing a psychic or getting their palms red. And, you know, it's just always that fine line of is it, like a betrayal to God or is it the devil, you know, that type of thing. So it's really nice to hear you explain that and kind of hear what the real deal is, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Please. Who's the older female, the motherly energy on the other side for you? Probably my grandmother. Yeah. Is her husband on the other side? Yes. Yeah. Um, So what I do in my sessions is I'm able to just tell you who's, who's there and um, just they tend to go through stuff that's happening in your life. And I I don't look up a lot of people that I'm doing like the podcast with, or I definitely never look up anybody that I'm in a session with because I just want that information to be right there. Um, But do you have children? I do. I have one daughter. Yeah. Um, Did your, grandmother not get to meet her oh my god julie (laughs) she didn't no okay um she wants you to know that she held your daughter on the other side and she needs you to know that she's not only on your spirit team but she's on your daughter's spirit team as well you're still married right i am but um my daughter's from a previous relationship okay um she wants you to know that the person that you're with is your soulmate. <laughs> yeah. She loves you so much. So you found him after your grandmother passed? Yes. Okay. Because she takes responsibility for helping bring you two together. What they can do from the other side is, um, you know, when, like, you see pictures of astronauts looking at Earth and mm-hmm. at night and, like, the entire United States is dark, but you can see Chicago lit up and New York lit up and, you know, mm-hmm. L.A. lit up. What they can do is they can see the light of your soul and they can darken everything else except the light of the souls that you would be best suited for here on Earth. And when they find the people who are best suited for you, they can bring you together. And that's how she worked to help bring you two to one another. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm in like tears. You have no idea how much that means. She was like my favorite person. And Mm. one thing I would always say was I wish that she would have gotten to meet my daughter. Um, I'm the last grandkid, so we were really close. And um, she took care of me when my parents were at work. Mm -hmm. You know, she was my caregiver. And my grandfather died when I think I was about two or three. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember a whole lot, but I remember him vividly. And uh, I, I just, even to this day, I always say I wish that she could have met Song. So that mm. means the world to me. And Song is my daughter's name. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, so that means the world. Thank you so much for that. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> I can't believe it. That's just yeah. that's so beautiful. Oh, of course. Wow. No, um... Yeah, and and what spirit tends to bring through is just kind of that type of stuff and where we're at in our lives. And um, 
they don't make decisions for us, but they'll they'll kind of help us to see what we really want in our own lives and help us go for that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> she's so that proud of you. Amazing. Oh, yeah, thank she's you. so proud of you about this podcast that you're starting. Um yeah. you're gonna do so amazing. Yes, you have no idea. So emotional. <laughs> oh, great. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's been oh, yeah. about 13 years since she's been gone, and I needed that. I think about her yeah. all the time. So, thank you, you. know, I could keep going. Once you start, you can't stop. Um, <laughs> why are you worried about mom? Oh, um, because she – I live in Nebraska. I live in Omaha, Nebraska, and she lives in Arizona, and she lives alone, and she's perfectly happy and perfectly healthy, but I had a big scare with my dad, and that's a whole other story, and he's fine and healthy now. Yeah. And I just worry that, you know, she lives alone and she doesn't have any family there. If anything happens, nobody would know. Yeah. So I just I'm trying to get her to move back here, and she's not interested yet. So yeah, I, I um, worry about that. Yeah, your grandma says you just gotta let it be, and your mom's fine. What happened with dad isn't happening with her. Okay. Your dad is still here though, right? He is, but he he uh he legit died three times. He um. He was staying with us. He moved here from Atlanta across the country, kind of unexpectedly, didn't have anywhere to go. He moved here without a plan. And uh, so he ended up here in our guest room, and it was just crazy how it happens. I usually have this routine where I put in my AirPods, and I clean, and I don't hear anything. The family's usually sleeping, but for this particular day, I just stayed in bed without my Air my AirPods, and I just relaxed, and I just you know, was playing around on my phone, and I heard a big bump. Mm-hmm. And I ran in here, knocked on the door into the guest bedroom, and he didn't answer. I opened up the door, and he was, like, on the ground, eyes wide open, mouth open, not responsive. My husband did CPR on him. Um, the ambulance came. They basically told me he was gone, but that they weren't going to stop trying. He ended up, you know, they, they, got, they brought him back a couple of times, and, you know, the doctors, like, when I left to go to the hospital, you know, when they took him to the hospital, um, the sheriff came and took pictures of the scene because everybody expected him to pass away. And they ended up bringing him back, and it's my grandmother, it's his mom, who you're, mm-hmm. you know, talking through. But, yeah, I was um, wondering about that because his dad was coming through. His dad takes responsibility for help and bring him back. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? That- and were you right there? Were you, I feel like you were right there and you were telling him he can't go. Yes. Yeah. And what yes. happens is when um, it's very fascinating because I've looked at a lot of different cases. And when a person passes away and their children aren't around them, it's like their soul is just able to go. And it's very hard for a soul to come back here after experiencing the energy of the other side, because when you experience it, there is so much love that you would just pour happy tears. It's mm-hmm. it's beyond anything that we could ever physically feel here. It's so good. Um, when a person passes away, though, and there is a child right in front of them, they almost, um, a lot of times, they return. 
I don't want to say they almost always. There are so many instances where they're able to come back. It's the child's energy that pulls them back into their body. Wow. Mm-hmm. That makes so much sense because he's walking and talking like nothing ever happened, and he was, you know, his heart literally stopped three times, and they know the exact times because he had a pacemaker in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the the doctors are like, I don't know how you are alive and how you are just fine. It is a miracle. We they, They're not even classifying it as a heart attack. There is mm-hmm. no medical explanation for what happened to him besides his heart stopped but it didn't kill him his his, the oxygen to his brain it's just you never know unless you were there when that happened now your energy even though you didn't know what you were doing at the time it's almost like your energy just reached out and grabbed him right back and said you're not going anywhere and your grandfather on the other side helped to um, implement that as well to help to kind of bring him back but um, it was really your energy who kind of sucked him back to this side. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Your grandma says, though, that you have PTSD from what you went through with dad, and you're tying it over energetically with fear to your mom of worrying about yeah. her, worry about her health. And that was her initial question, you know, why are you worrying about mom? Um, that's what she needed to bring out. That's the way that they bring through messages is kind of by working through it like that. But the message for you is don't worry about mom because mom's purpose is it the same as dad's here. She's fine. She's okay. It's interesting, too, because when you work with people, there are a lot of men. Men are going through something right now, mass consciousness. You know, there's we have our individual consciousness as human beings, but there is mass consciousness for men. There's mass consciousness for women, and there's mass consciousness for all humanity. And the mass male consciousness is going through something very different right now of they're trying to find their place. Mm-hmm. They're trying to understand as we come into an energy that is no longer divine masculine, it is more balanced between divine masculine and divine feminine. They're mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to be here. Mm-hmm. And when you get into men's energy with the energy healing portion of this, what you'll feel is that a lot of men are confused. They don't know how to do it. They're frustrated. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of just, whenever their time to go is, they're ready, right? Like they're not holding mm-hmm. on for dear life. When mm-hmm. you get into a female's energy, though, they're like, fuck that. I am here mm-hmm. until 105, 110, yes. as long as I can be. <laughs> I am here for those kids. I am here for those grandkids. There's a lineage energy that's keeping everything together um, mm-hmm. for the generations behind them. Whereas men are like, this is hard enough. I've been through enough. Like, I'm just ready. Mm-hmm. Peace ready out, to go. right? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um, and but, and I'm telling you this because that's your mom's energy as the the divine feminine of like she's not going anywhere if she has any yeah. say about anything like she is here yeah. as long as yeah. she can be here and that's I the end of that. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that definitely. Oh, yeah. that does that. That's really helpful. I do. I worry about her. Yeah, I do. So thank you. Do you have a sister? I do, but um, I don't know her very well. Um, she is 
10 years older than me. So I live in Nebraska, but I'm originally from California. And when my parents moved here, she was old enough to um, make the decision to stay there. I believe she was in high school or going into high school, and she's from a previous marriage of my dad. So yeah. I'm my mom's only biological children, child. There's something there. I don't know if you've thought about reaching out, but there's something there. Um, she does yeah. reach out, you know, every now and again, and me as well. She always sends a gift for my daughter on her birthday. And um, when my dad went to the hospital, she was ready to hop on the next day. Think I should reach out to her? Um, just be open to, as you guys get older, becoming closer and mm-hmm. just completely forgiving the past because mm-hmm. um, there's something that they're showing me with, you know, as kids, because I went through this too. I mean, my dad completely left our family to start mm-hmm. a whole other family with the next door neighbor with the oh. kids that I babysat. <laughs> oh, no way. Yes. Yes, and I was so mad. You know, I was in eighth grade. I caught my dad cheating with her. I knew that they were together, Um, and I I didn't know how to go from these are the kids that I babysit, our next-door neighbors, to these are my brother and sister, right? Yes, yes. And so there was, like, a lot of hate in my heart, and I thought, you know, if I distance myself from them, Um, I'm punishing my dad, right? Mm -hmm. And I did that for the longest time. And when my dad passed away, I was so sorry that Mm -hmm. I wasn't closer to those two kids and that I -hmm. I didn't get to know my two brothers that he had with his second wife because Mm -hmm. they're part of him. They're my family. And after he's gone, they're the only pieces that I have left. Right. So um, they carry memories about him that mm-hmm. I never, you know, knew. And together, you know, the six of us, his kids, were really mm-hmm. a puzzle that holds most of his lifetime, right? Yeah, definitely. So I look back, and it's so hard to build those relationships with them now because how do you, um, like his third wife came, or second wife came back and he said, she said, um, I know that you want to build a relationship with the boys, but, you know, they just don't know how to do that. And they said mm-hmm. it just kind of feels awkward to them because you haven't so been there, you know. Yeah. 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 So at some point, we just have to all realize, like, it's awkward on all sides. And mm-hmm. we just have to let go of whatever lower vibrational energy is there and just find all the love because at the end of the day those that's your family and there's so much that can be there okay you're right yeah doesn't work for everybody spirit's saying that there's some listeners who are like you don't know my sister. You don't know my brother. <laughs> so <laughs> sure. for some reason, sometimes the boundaries. Yeah. 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 I get yeah it. it doesn't yeah. work with everybody, but your sister's got a good heart. Yeah. yeah. She does. Oh, there was one thing earlier. There's a, there's a soul on the other side who um, passed before their time. It's somebody yeah. completely different. I wonder if it's my cousin. I have um, a cousin who... Um, died by suicide. 
mm-hmm. when I was in junior high, and he was, I think I was 12 and he was 15. And I actually yeah. have him tattooed on my arm. Yeah. So, so that is who's stepping through, and he just wants to say thank you so much. Do you still keep in contact with his mom? Yes. She's, okay. um, she's my aunt, and actually for about 10 years now, I am on the board and on the leadership committee for our Nebraska chapter of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. So mm-hmm. I honor him often. I talk about him often. I got a tattoo so that when people see it, they ask me what it is so I can always talk about him. Yeah. And it's funny because when I was about 15 or 16, he came to me in a dream. And this is the one and only time this has ever happened to me. Um, he came to me in a dream, and it was pitch black. And I was on his back, and he brought me to a street light, and that was the only light. And he, I got off of his back, and he said, don't ever let them forget me. And mm. I said, Okay. And then I woke up and I told my parents, they were together at this time, I said, I want to get a tattoo. And they said, nope, absolutely not. And then I got really upset. And my dad looked at me and he goes, why? I feel like there's a reason why. What do you want? And I said, Shad told me don't let don't let anybody forget him. And so I want to get his name tattooed on me. And they looked at each other and said, okay. And so I was 15 um, when I got my first tattoo. They took wow. me and they had to sign for me because I was, you know, young. Yeah. But it was something that was really important to me. So Yeah. I, and he says and you I never regretted it. it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. I've never um, regretted it. He wants to thank you so much for that. Just know that that was a visitation dream that you had with him. That was real. That was your that was consciousness. Mhm. That was your consciousness shifting higher. And his shifting, like, lower, he had to, like, kind of lower his vibration to meet you in a different realm. And that is how vibration, um, sorry, no, that is how visitation dreams work. Wow. So that, well, I've yeah. always wondered, like, it was just so real. It was, And I can remember, you know how when you have a dream and you don't remember it the next day? Yeah. All of these years later, like, I'm 37 years old, and I remember that. Vividly, yeah. and I can see him in his face and just everything so clearly. I've never forgotten in those words. Don't ever let them forget me. Do you remember when he said those words? Did you see his mouth move? Uh, I guess I don't remember specifically about his mouth moving, but I remember looking at him right in his face. I could see him. I can see his face right now. I feel like I want to say yes, but I can't be completely positive. One thing. One thing that comes up a lot with my clients is they'll be like, I had this visitation dream. I woke up. There was so much emotion, but I didn't see the person's mouth move at all. How was Mm -hmm. it that they were talking to me? I heard them, and I didn't Mm -hmm. see their mouth move. And it's because you have to realize that on the other side, our souls don't communicate in the same way. There's no reason for the spoken language because everything's telepathic. I can't hurt you in heaven. I can't Mm -hmm. hurt anybody in heaven because if I was to hurt you, I would feel it, your pain, and it would hurt me just the same. So thought is just telepathically communicated. And Mm -hmm. um, so if you're 
listeners have a visitation dream and they don't see a mouth moving, it's normal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He wants to thank you, too, for all the work that you do. He also wants your mom to know um, that he is always with her. I feel like she gets a lot of signs, and what he needs her to know is she has to think to herself. When she sees a sign, have her say in her mind, what was I just thinking about? Because he's Mm -hmm. trying to communicate to her that he is helping her with that. Okay, I'll tell her that she'll love that. Yeah, he yeah, um, and that's that's pretty amazing because you didn't know what side he was on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What side of the family? And it is her side. And his yeah. mom and my mom, they're super close in age. My aunt is actually my mom's aunt too, but they were so close that they grew up like sisters. Yeah, so we we're all very we were all very close knit. Yeah. So that's going to mean a lot to her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, tell his mom that he just loves her so much and that he is just always by her. He's so proud of the work that she was able to do. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of people, uh, I know that you don't question this, but some people when they lose somebody to suicide, they wonder if they're in the good place, right? Yeah. And right. what I tell people is that there is no hell. Yeah. There is a place mm-hmm. where you have to go to kind of work out your karma. Um mm-hmm. but there is no bad place. Everybody goes to heaven. And he is there. Oh yeah. see, you never know when spirit's gonna come through. But then once they start oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You just you've impacted my life in a way I didn't see coming. I didn't know what was gonna happen. <laughs> Tell us where we can find you and your social media and the name of your podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you want to book a session, I do twenty five and fifty five minute readings. Um you can book it right online on my website. It's my last name. Jancis, J-A-N is a Nancy, C is in cat, I is an igloo, U is an umbrella, S is in Sam.com. I do host a podcast where we talk about all this and so much more um, spiritual topics, right? Uh, it's mm-hmm. called the Angels and Awakening Podcast. It's everywhere that podcasts can be found. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook over there. It's at Angel Podcast. So my handle is the at sign angel Mm -hmm. podcast. If you feel like you're going through a spiritual awakening, I'm talking to your listeners. We Mm -hmm. also have this group over there that's called the angels and awakening podcast tribe on Facebook. And people go over there all the time to ask questions. And it's, um, I don't really have time to answer all the questions over there, but there's so many people who have gone through spiritual awakening who are there to help. Yeah. Thank you so much, Julie. We will be in touch and I will make sure I plug everything into our show notes so that people can get to you and download your amazing podcast. Thank you. Oh, you know what? I forgot one more thing. If anybody's interested in that angel school we were talking about earlier, the um, learning Reiki and learning how to bring through messages, 
Uh, like I said, I haven't had anybody yet come through who hasn't been able to learn the messages. If mm-hmm. um, if they want, I've got a school coming up in November. I think I've got four slots left in that one. And I think I've got um, seven slots left in the January school. Perfect. I will get those um, that information from you. Maybe you can let me know what that is. I can get that in our show notes as well. Oh, sure. Thank you so, so much. It was so wonderful spending time with you. Oh. You as well, Julie. Thank, Thank you, you for the so opportunity of channeling your loved ones. Oh, I appreciate it so much. Bye, friends.